And uh, we have some follow-up. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Follow yeah. me up. Hit me. Uh, I was complaining about not being able to connect my AirPods to my Mac. Mm. And TJ mm. kindly uh, hooked me up with Michael Tsai and suggested getting Tooth Fairy, which I had considered before and did not think it would fix my problem. And sure enough, I bought it and it did not fix my problem. <laughs> it's a nice app, but the problem is a little bit more fundamental than that. And uh, but what did fix my problem is the fact that his uh, help page had a bunch of tips for connecting AirPods to your Mac. And one of the tips was change AirDrop from receiving all to either receiving just from contacts or receiving none. And I had it on contacts only, uh, but I changed it to receiving from none. And uh, suddenly my AirPods worked again. (laughs) (laughs) It just works. It just works once you turn off AirDrop. You know, it's funny. Last night, I was sitting on the couch, and um, I was trying to watch a video, and I had my iPhone out. And I was like, oh, you know what? I should watch this on my iPad. It'll be a lot easier to see. Um, and so I got my iPad, and I switched over to the AirPods. And I just I ended up with this bizarre loop where I would start playing, and it would play a little bit of audio through the AirPods. And then the AirPods would make the, like, blong sound and switch back to my phone, like, without <laughs> me doing anything. And it's like, well, this is really annoying. So I kept trying to manually switch it over, and it would keep switching back. And at one point, it even I ended up with just the right AirPod connected to the iPad. I was like, what <laughs> the fuck is going on? So I, I still don't know other than I restarted both the iPhone and the iPad, and then it seemed to be fine. But it was like, it, it just would refuse. It would connect to the iPad for about 10 to 20 seconds, and then it would just decide to go back to the iPhone. There was nothing playing on the iPhone. Like, it wasn't like... Uh, yeah, so that was very confusing. Yeah. The crazy thing about it is I, I still feel like I love my AirPods. <laughs> yeah, this was an average. <laughs> it's like, I feel like the experience on AirPods is still so good that these problems... You feel as uh, though as though you have failed the AirPods in some way. <laughs> so, perhaps, perhaps. I've definitely failed the city. I was just going to say, though, I, I feel like anybody who uses any of Apple's owned uh, Bluetooth headphones deals with some of these dances, right? Where I have definitely, as you try to switch between devices, there's times when it just doesn't want to work. Mm. The amazing thing to me from Moltz's story is one, I, I would never ever think to test AirDrop as as a thing that was interfering no, yeah, with my right. ability to connect. Right. Uh, but then, or take advice. I from also TV, think right? that, yeah, also <laughs> something I would never do. But I think that the one key Moltz lesson is like. Uh, and I, I'm only using Moltz as an example because he lives far away and can't beat me up. But uh, I love that the actual <laughs> answer here. was in the was in the FAQ, right? Like like when you went to there, yeah. when Michael pointed you to his things for him, they're like, "This is what to try." Because like I've been dealing with the thing, um, I've been dealing with issues surrounding the new Fantastical, and I went to Fantastical support site. I, this is not that happening. Like I don't have a solution to my problem, but I have a couple different issues going on. Number one is that sometimes my calendar is wrong. <laughs> Like sometimes it doesn't reflect what Google Calendar has, even though that's what it's using uh, on my Mac. Um, like if I delete meetings, they don't delete. So I have to go over to Google Calendar, delete them, and then Fantastical doesn't notice that those meetings are no longer there. Um, but before I wrote into support, and I have my message open to support and just haven't sent it yet. But before I went, I did try to read through all the FAQs, especially since there are support sites like, we are inundated with requests thanks to the release <laughs> of the new version of Fantastical. It'll take us a long time to get back to you. So maybe your answer is here. It's not. Um, and honestly, I'm 
100 percent certain i'm not the only one with this problem and when the point one update or whatever comes out i'm sure it will fix my problems but uh, i don't know you, but i do love that the answer was there on the web for you on yeah. michael's website i like that yeah a lot. yeah and i'm kidding i'm kidding i would like to thank tj <laughs> and michael i think the upshot to how like how do we get our airpod and you know software and hardware problems fixed is we get an oscar winning writer to stand up and <laughs> tell tell the companies in question that they should fix that problem yeah yeah i was very amused to see the post oscar winning speech from taika waititi in which they asked him what should the writers guild fix in their next contract <laughs> negotiations and he said apple's keyboards <laughs> Because, you know, like we all sit, we've been sitting here for a couple of years talking about this and, and it feels like, you know, often it feels like we're in our own little insular community, right? Like, ah, the Apple nerds, they're angry about yeah. something, you know, like this is not a thing that is necessarily like the vast majority of people are totally fine with this. Uh, yeah. And then to have somebody who is not at all like part of the community and is in a very prominent position to just stand up and be like, no, this shit is broken, guys. <laughs> kind of hilarious. Yeah. I mean, his his comment was somewhat. His comment was, of course, somewhat tongue in cheek because they, he was he was dodging the question, right? About yes, <laughs> about, true. He was dodging the actual question, and he just threw that in. But um, he like but went on time, for like a couple, like a minute time, and a knew, half. <laughs> he knew the problem, right? Yeah, I mean, and he was talking <laughs> he knew about the particulars of the of the issue. He was talking about like how he had RSI issues. So you know, I thought it was I I thought there was a kernel of truth in it. I'll put it that way. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that he probably also is an Apple nerd. I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, that's fair. You have that's to fair. have read something to know that this is not just you. So that my yeah. read was Apple should be embarrassed. And this guy's an Apple nerd. And what I really, I really wish I could have been in on is some of the internal Apple PR meetings about, are they going to do anything to respond? Do they reach out to him? My guess <laughs> is that they reach out to him and provide him with their new 16 inch MacBook pro. Yeah, really? what he feels about i also my 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 joke was uh when i wrote this up for six colors was i think when they eventually get the new keyboard on the 13 inch pro and hopefully the 13 inch air that they have someone to hire to direct their commercial (laughs) like (laughs) or just have him sitting there in the commercial (laughs) doing the interview and just being like apple i know i made fun of your keyboards That's not a very good one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the New Zealand accent is hard, guys. I appreciate the effort, but... <laughs> the whole point of that story was that Dan wanted to get to try the accent out, and then you immediately <laughs> shat on it. <laughs> I thought I can Apple, only do, I I can only do Apple Murray was from, pretty good. I can only but, do Murray from Flight of the Concords. Oh, <laughs> Apple. You are kind of like Murray from Flight of the Concords, come to think of it. <laughs> Jermaine? <laughs> Present. <laughs> <laughs> You can't steal a pillow. You can't go into somebody's place and steal a pillow. That's pretty good, John. I have to say, I'm impressed. <laughs> I uh, I have told uh, Lex this before, but um, and I just uh, this happened to me again the other day. One of the coffee shops I frequent is also occasionally frequented by Eugene Merman, who is on uh, was on Flight of the Concords. He was the landlord, I want to say. Um, anyways, that was random celebrity sighting in my neck <laughs> of the woods. Eugene Merman. Yeah, multiple Google, because that makes for great podcasting. Yep, I'm going to look it up, because <laughs> that's what we do on this that's show. That's what we do. Yeah. We type So, yeah, yeah, he was no, he was the guy who ran the, um, like, the, the store, like, the the pawn shop, right? That could be. It's been a while since I watched the show. I think he was the guy who ran the pawn shop. It's been a while. Oh, gosh. Actually, no, I can't tell. Anyway. Is, he, is, is, is it weird to anybody that, that there's nothing to watch on Apple TV? Like, nothing new? There, oh, is, there is. There was a new show, like, literally last week. 
Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it. I missed it. I was traveling. I haven't seen it either. What's yeah. the new show? This is the. Are you gonna? Are you uh, excited to see it? This it's is the Dungeons and Dragons thing. I'm it's not Dungeons and Dragons. It's it's a Mythic Quest. It's the one with um the guy from. <laughs> it's a nerd thing, oh. Dan. <laughs> yeah, it's the one from the. It's the guy from. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Um, yeah. Uh, who's Danny DeVito? <laughs> no, Rob McElhenney. I can't. Is that his name? This is not what I'm going to be rushing to see. It's basically about you are probably not. It's about a guy who is uh, who you know. It's about a um, a, a company making a MMO game. Um, right. So it's a little bit oh okay Silicon Valley ish. It's a comedy. It's their first sitcom. Um, and it's got uh, now I actually might watch it. It's got <laughs> unless F- you can't see. <laughs> it's got F Murray Abraham in it. It's got it's got a few other people too. Um, anyways, I've heard very mixed reviews about it. Uh, I've heard mixed reviews. Yeah, because some people seem to think it's great, is good, and others did not. Those are the definition that's, that's of the mixed definition reviews. Of mixed reviews. John. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I just wanted um, to point that out in case there, no there, one had heard that term before. <laughs> there were some people commenting that they this felt like barely? it didn't. It didn't not say accurately reflect the the world of game development because I think that's not so much the issue. But like there were things in there that were like. You know, if you knew anything about how a software company was run, you'd be like, that's just not realistic. Um, but like, you know, that that <laughs> that takes people some some people out of it. I get that. I always felt like Silicon Valley, for example, actually did a pretty good job of making things feel like, you know, satirical, but fairly like grounded in a kind of terrible reality. Yes, 100%. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, but this I, I don't know. I like I said, I've heard very mixed things. It hasn't been on the top of my list, but. How would you well, define speaking things? of streaming services and mixed things, Netflix a couple weeks ago was like, Lex, we think you'd really like our series Maniac. And I looked at it and it stars like uh, Emma Stone and um, Jonah, um, Jonah Hill. What's that guy's name? Jonah Hill. And boy, I do not like it. <laughs> I, <laughs> so mixed reviews between me and Netflix. I was sure I would like it. And have, have either of you watched it? Can you review your own show? That, <laughs> I'm not sure that's okay. I have uh, I have not seen it. I have not seen I'm it. I'm familiar with it though. But I I I can't believe how unfunny it is. <laughs> it is clearly meant to be funny, uh, and it just it makes me sad. And I think I'm going to give it a fourth episode for no reason other than I expect it to be good. And like maybe it's just a really slow build, but it makes me like it makes me angry at life and and why does the world wow. exist if this is what entertainment is <laughs> like it's very bad i want to be clear it is a bad mm. show don't watch it so this is this is my anti pick section don't watch that one. wow okay <laughs> we're doing are, we're, we're doing our anti picks oh yeah we're doing anti picks okay. an- next week is uncle picks anti m is my favorite <laughs> have either of you downloaded and installed the ios 13.4 beta no no i didn't think so I'm but i thought it was I'm also off the beta wagon, but I was tempted by a couple of the small uh, changes in this well, one. Just, is this the one that has the iCloud? It has the iCloud folder sharing, but then I was yeah. like, ah, oh, it's just going to fuck with everything unless I update all my devices, and I don't yeah, want to do that. So that that helped me out. Like, I considered putting it just on my iPad and so I could try it out, and I was like, yeah, but it's useless if, like, if the iCloud folder sharing will almost certainly not work well if only some of your devices are on the betas. So I've decided to hold off on that. But it also had a fixed, uh, it has the mail toolbar is fixed. Um, So it changed. So when iOS 13 came out, they made it so it's just like at the bottom of your mail message, it was just the reply button and the delete button. 
Mm -hmm. and it stuck everything under the reply button. So this returns, I think, the flag button and the move message button and turns it back into like a toolbar rather than just these floating icons at the bottom of the mail message. So that's a plus. Um, As someone who flags a lot of messages, I find that a nice fix. Um, And then there were a couple other uh, uh, features in there that were actually surprisingly new. Are there any improvements, Dan, to how cursor control works? (laughs) on the iphone that's the fix i'm waiting for yeah i don't think so what is your problem with cursor control oh that it sucks it's um yeah (laughs) it seems to have gone backwards severely i i don't seem to have any problems with it so i i'm curious to know no i mean i I, it's selecting things or moving the cursor or what yeah yeah moving the cursor so like placing the cursor right i mean i have a lot of trouble getting the cursor to be where i want it to be i still tend to use the um uh, hold the spacebar shortcut to move the cursor. You don't. Does that work on your on your old phone? Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I should just do that. Yeah. I. I. <laughs> I mean. So the thing they changed, right, was supposedly like you just tap on the words where you want it to go, right, and that that's where it ends up. Wasn't that the the iOS thirteen? Yeah, it, but it it tends it it like so I, when I when I want to get in the middle of a word, like I can't. I'm trying to tap. I'm you know I'm taking the show notes and I like I can't. You can't get into the middle of the word by just tapping. Really? I thought you. Could. Yeah, that's weird. No, it well it doesn't work as well as it used to. I wrote maniac down and I cannot get into the middle of maniac here. Um, but if I do the spacebar oh, thing, Lex couldn't get into maniac either. So no, <laughs> not, not faulting you there. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But then, yeah. like, if you tap and hold it, but you so can it's just, a yeah. I mean, it's dr- a changed it's a changed behavior from iOS 12, and that is annoying. Yeah, I don't. My, I mean, so like, if you tap and hold it, and like drag it, you can put it wherever you want. Like, and I'm just doing that right now. Like, you tap and like. No, see if I tap and no, well, if I tap and hold, I don't know if it's the difference with this phone, but it selects it selects. Oh, now, now it did it. But the first time I tap and hold, it was it selects the word. And then I can't do anything. Okay, that that <laughs> other is, than other than tap off of it. That is not happening for me. So I think it's your okay, old well. old janky phone. Is my my theory. <laughs> well, hopefully it'll all get fixed next month. <laughs> yeah, that I'm sure that will happen. <laughs> don't don't crush my dreams, Dan. I uh, that's what I'm here to do. That is my dreams my, of a new phone. My job is is to crush my four dreams. my four year long. <laughs> dream of having a new, I, you know a new f- iPhone. you know uh, i did see that case makers are building cases for a new low-cost iphone right now so that's well, sure they always are, yeah. a great sign mm-hmm. also there yep. was a rumor of a price point this week i think the 399 dollars yeah i think they, i mean they had been talking about that before yeah i it think was, it, there was yeah, a was, new i think there was a new thing somebody else in, in addition to ming chi cool yeah i thought i just saw this uh within the last week talking yeah. about the 399 price but the uh the fact that they're building cases for it uh seems like i mean i don't know that's a crazy thing yeah. that case that case makers always do but usually they at least have you know some yeah thoughts. no they i think i mean they get the dimensions i mean i assume that apple gives them the dimensions so they can start making cases yeah i assume so too but you you feel like they wouldn't want to right screw it up or like yeah because yeah, or just like leak that. These kind people of have loose. These people have loose lips. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just to confirm that that rumor came from the the price point thing came from Fast Company, uh, which was told by an unspecified source that the iPhone will likely sell for three ninety nine, backing up a Mingxi Quo report. Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, I would think that that's what it would be. That seems about right. Yeah, if that's where its price. Molts is going to buy two. 
Bandolier. <laughs> Lex is back. <laughs> nice of you to join us, Lex. Eh, we'll <laughs> see. It's real bad. The, the connection got called away. Bad. He got but called away to watch an episode of Mania. Well, no, my my internet literally shut off. Uh, although I don't know why, so I'm currently tethered. So you guys sound like shit. Do you have my internet now? <laughs> Did you get my internet? I got a new modem, and uh, my internet has been a lot more stable. Nice, because I, I um I I happened to notice. You know, when I got it, I mean, it was compatible with the with my service provider. And then I thought, well, I'm going to look and see. Like, you know, I just thought, well, no, I'm going to get a new one. I'm not going to because I've had this one for a long time, and I noticed that it was no longer on the list of compatible modems. Mm-hmm. So that might have had something to do with it. But um, but uh, this one seems to be working quite well. It's a it's, it's one of the Netgear ones. I think it was. I think yeah, it, it wasn't the exact one that the wire cutter recommended. Because was it like the CM500 to 600 or something? So yes, yeah, I think I, so. I I, it's the same one I have. I think or pretty yeah. close. Uh, yeah, I replaced mine last year, and it really helped with some stuff. Although now, like this morning, I got up and I got the notification on my phone, which happens sometimes, where it's like, "Oh, we're we can't really get to the internet on this Wi-Fi network. Do you want us to keep trying the Wi-Fi network, or do you want to switch to cellular?" And uh, I was like, oh, "Great!" So I had to reboot my uh, airport, and I was like, "This has happened to me now every once in a while, like hmm. where I feel like I need to reboot the router more regularly than I used to." Um, so I mean, knock on wood, I have not rebooted this router once since installing it. That's amazing. I I mean, this yeah. is a ten year old router, and I feel like it is starting to show its age. But I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I should just like factory reset it. Then I have to I have to put all the. This is the real pain. Is like you get you know you replace your router or like replacing a modem is pretty easy. But you replace a router, and all of a sudden there are all these devices that you forgot are on the on the Wi Fi. And you yeah. have to like go and put the bell back on the Wi-Fi, and it's like, ah, why this is so stupid? Yeah, right. Yes, yeah. I made the mistake. We had a we had a contracting person, you know, like someone who who was here installing something, and they needed to get on the on the Wi-Fi, and I stupidly gave them the password to get on the Wi-Fi, and now I'm like, oh god, that guy's probably sold it by now, and I need to change the Wi-Fi password. For the, then I got to change it on. Like I'm literally, I'm literally sitting here as I'm recording this. I am I am in front of like five Macs. <laughs> And that's just at this table. John, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that nobody's like sitting outside your house using your Wi-Fi, probably. <laughs> probably not. But still, it, it, you know, it bugs me. You live on like a like a remind me most like which, a cul-de-sac, which right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. It's not exactly like yeah, a, dr- a nice drive-by place to do it. Which router do you use, Molt? Um, it's the Nick here. I'll find that. I'll find the. Um... But I'm saying if it's if it's at least one of the newer ones, you have an easy way to see. Oh, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The modem, the modem is is um is Nick here. The uh the router is the airport. Oh, okay. Well, you can see who's connected to it. Like you could look and see if there's any devices. Yeah, but there's. I, my, yeah. I don't know if yours is anything like mine. Like there are a bunch of devices on there that just have you know the MAC address right. or something. Cause... Oh yeah, there's like yeah, and and the, <laughs> so the other thing is I have the circle um which uh also does that and lets you block things and do all kinds of different stuff. Um, and, but the problem with, with the circle in particular is that when, you know, <laughs> Hank, has, Hank got into um, making virtual machines and made like 10,000 virtual machines with various operating systems. And, and they're all like listed in the circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <clears throat> oh man. That's, so, that's, that's kind of a mess. I did in the Eero app eventually go through and figure out what all the devices were whose names I couldn't recognize mm. by shutting off their internet access and seeing what eventually broke in the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was how I identified. It's the only them. way to be sure. One by one. Nuke it yeah. from orbit. I really wanted to know. 
you know, airport utility used to be great, but like I, I look at it now and the only way to get the client list on it is like the pop-up that shows up uh, like when you select yeah. it yet. And it like, right. it, it, I think it, I don't know if it's limited in how many devices it will show you, but from mine, it shows me a few with some random names. And at the end, there are just like six devices that just have IP addresses. So it's like, nope, anybody's <laughs> guess. It gave up. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm still... I know Apple's never going to make another router, but I still hold out hope that they someday yeah, make right. another router because <laughs> yeah. I just don't have anything. I don't have anything else that I feel really excited about replacing it with. Like the uh, I li- I've installed a couple of euros now, and they're they're very nice. Um, but the they are expensive, and I currently don't need the mesh setup. So great for expandability in the future, but I have a, I have a very small apartment. I don't need. Uh, I can uh, one router can blanket it very easily, but I like the I like the interface that I've used for it. It is it is very well put together and very easy to maintain and administrate. Yeah, I really do like it, and I, I also like the reporting, not just the administration, but just like it. I know when people are here because uh, if they've if they're people who have access to my Wi-Fi network, <laughs> I get a notification that hey, Anthony's phone joined the Wi-Fi, and I'm like, oh, Anthony's here, and that's how I know that band practice is ready to begin, <laughs> which I appreciate. <laughs> but you know, you think about all these computers and whatnot that we like, and it reminds me that we want to remind our listeners that this very episode of the Rebound is brought to them by Kensington, the people who make universal docking stations that are designed to increase productivity. It's so easy to use. You can get access to more ports. Oh, I love ports. Get access to more ports and make your sleek MacBook, Chromebook, or other laptop as powerful as a desktop. It's plug and play with no drivers, so you can enjoy up to dual 4K displays with HDMI and DisplayLink video connectors, plus USB 3, USB-C, and Thunderbolt 3 with power delivery available. The Kensington Engineering Team, this is going to blow your mind, it has three decades of experience. That's 75% of one Dan Moran in high-volume manufacturing of hardware IT products, plus rigorous test cycles and quality control. It means all of their products are tested above industry standards. If you're an IT decision maker looking to find the right docking solutions for your organization, check Kensington's Pro Concierge program and test drive a docking solution today. Visit kensington.com slash rebound right now. I'll wait. Get out your phone. Visit kensington.com slash rebound right now to check out Kensington. That's kensington.com slash rebound to learn more. Our thanks to Kensington for their support of the rebound did you guys go right now i said to do it right now i right i went i'm gone i do everything i I do everything that people in podcasts so a little piece of news that came out of a recent uh i want to say it was a recent uh uh, system update um but it's provided a great opportunity for those delightfully weaselly pointless headlines Uh, I will read you one. I will not divulge which outlet this comes from. Uh, But the headline (laughs) reads, Apple may start selling Macs with AMD CPUs. Ah, a headline that can't lose. They may start doing it. They may not. They may not. (laughs) They may not. Uh, But apparently came out of, there were lines of code uncovered in the latest version of Catalina that had uh, strings that basically referenced uh, AMD chip code names. Uh, what does that mean? Nobody knows. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I've heard. I you know I I was chatting about this with some people in a Slack somewhere uh, who know more about like chip stuff than I do, and the uh, the consensus there seemed to be that AMD does have a lot to offer right now, and they certainly Apple uses AMD graphics chips 
as discrete graphic chips in a lot of its machines uh, because they bought uh, ATI, what, like a decade ago now. Uh, and so the Radeon lines are all their mm. stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's one way Apple could put the squeeze on Intel if it wanted to. Uh, but I'm I'm kind of curious to see. That would be an interesting move, especially because the consideration seems to be a lot of people expecting Apple to move to ARM, uh, you know, eventually for its, or, you know, its own custom chips for right. for the Mac line. Uh, so switching vendors midstream seems like an interesting move. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the, I mean, if it has better performance or has the, the specs that they need, it doesn't surprise me. Um, Intel seems like they have struggled a bit. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, aren't you holding out until you get one? <laughs> <sighs> I don't know, guys. I'm, I, <laughs> I've got. I've said my deadline is WWDC. If they like, I will basically buy whatever is on sale uh, by that point or has been <laughs> announced. You know, I will hold out a little longer if they're like, we've got a, you know, a thirteen. I, I probably buy a thirteen-inch Air. I would just really like to buy one with the new keyboard. Is basically right. where I'm at right now. Yeah, and I'm hoping that's something so that shows up by mid-year. Write your Oscar-winning films. Yes, exactly. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it right now. That's what's holding me back. <laughs> I understand. I would only have I would have written a bestseller by now if only the keyboard was better. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw your comment. It's always the tool set, right? It's always the tools. That's what's holding you back, yeah. right? It's not mm-hmm. it's not my brain. <laughs> probably no, it probably, couldn't be. My brain is perfect. <laughs> the fact that I'm easily distracted by things. Yeah, sure. But is that my fault? No. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Lex's fault. We can all agree on that. <laughs> somehow, somehow, it's Lex's fault. Uh, also saw news this morning that Apple has joined the Fido Alliance, which is a, uh, freedom and dog organizations. Yep. That's what it is. They're big on dogs. 13 out of 10. Uh, it is the (laughs) fast, fast identity online alliance, which essentially is like a, uh, alliance of big tech companies, including things like Amazon, Facebook, Google, Intel, Microsoft, Samsung, that are all there to like essentially figure out ways to authenticate people online uh, not using passwords. Uh, so like two-factor authentication or like trusted devices uh, replacing passwords to sign into things. I regret to inform you that Fido has already been hacked. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, um, it's interesting because you know that some of those are not companies that Apple wants to partner with often, but it doesn't make sense to focus on those things without talking to the most popular websites in the world so i get it but i i can imagine there's like emotional pain on apple's part well i imagine that they want to push their agenda and if they feel like we can get everybody else on board with our agenda then that's a good thing i mean it's got like there are finance companies attached to it too like american express mastercard paypal like all of these companies have a vested interest right like you can all agree that passwords suck (laughs) indeed but in order to replace them, you would need some serious buy-in from all the major players. So, you know, the fact that yeah. Apple is willing to do that seems like a, a move in the right direction. But it's, I don't think it's going to be anything that gets fixed anytime soon. Doesn't seem possible. And it seems, I don't know, I always, I always feel like there's probably so much, like each, co- each company wants to have it work out to their benefit. Right. And I 
feel like the same thing with like you know there's a bluetooth group right and i always right. wonder apple's on the bluetooth group and i always wonder how much apple really puts into the bluetooth group like does apple really want bluetooth to be that much better or would rather apple rather be able to sell a better experience with airpods yeah no that's a fair point i mean but at the same time apple has to keep a vested interest in having its devices interoperable because there's so many other things yeah. that use bluetooth you got mm-hmm. to at least adhere to the standard, but like the, they take the approach of like we're gonna we're going to toe the line, but we're also going to build our own stuff on top of it, yeah, to enhance the experience, which I think is probably smart because it does provide the uh, you know situation where you can build AirPods and say they'll work as Bluetooth headphones, but if you have mm-hmm. all Apple devices, they'll work way better. They're going to work way better. Yeah. That seems that seems like the way they're doing these things, and I think that yeah. makes sense for them. Apparently, it works out because apparently they're selling quite a few AirPods. I don't know if you've noticed. I that's, that's the rumor. That's the rumor. Even Dan has them now. That's true. I know. <laughs> that's what does that what tell I, you? What I like is that patient listeners of this show can go back to when Dan bought the AirPods Pro and was like, "I'm probably not going to keep them." <laughs> <laughs> I seem to remember that too. Well, you know, I wanted to be fair and assess them on their merits. <laughs> <laughs> and the merits were there cool i took the same approach to my co-host on this show ah <laughs> nice 276 episodes and we're all still here so that the, builds well the for jury's you guys. still out the he's still he's still, still evaluating out. i'm waiting until episode 300 episode 300 could return us any day i've got james and guy waiting in the wings <laughs> you are all replaceable oh my god let them out <laughs> they must be so hungry uh well the um the unfortunate part is that when i opened the door to the wings only one of them was left I'm not telling you which one, but I think, mm. we, but I think we all James know. Guy. You're, not, you're not holding them in a DC style prison, are you? No, uh, they have. Bathrooms. Okay, good. It's fine. That's yeah, good. <laughs> uh, speaking of the AirPod sales, though, I saw there was a uh, research uh, paper about essentially like predicting how many uh, headphones they would sell this year. And what made me angry about this paper was that they are calling. <laughs> I don't know if this is the uh, I think this is from the report. Uh, They're calling them wireless hearables. And it just makes me oh, angry. God. Oh my god! Makes me what the so hell? They're angry. They're called wireless hearables because you can abbreviate that as wearables. I know, and doing. that makes me angry. Why? Yeah. Why? Come headphones. <laughs> we have a we have a name for this. Yeah, we have several names for it actually. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Hearables? No, no. Nobody but that's not them. that's not one of them. Let's all agree that that's not one of them. Nope. Mm mm mm. If you want another uh, <laughs> sort of weaselly um, headline, it. it, it there's also Do there's I? also a there's also a um one that says Apple may introduce Ooh. a cheaper Air, uh, HomePod sometime this year. Oh yeah, I cannot. I've been thinking about the HomePod because I you know it's been two years I think since they came out, uh, and it shocks me that it is the. I think maybe it's just because of this new era where Apple products actually do get discounted by third party resellers a fair amount, but the HomePod is almost always on sale now. Yeah. Right? Like, it seems like you can, if you wait around a few weeks, you can often get one for about 200 bucks, and you can easily get one for 250 pretty much any time. Um, and would, the, would it have been more successful if they just started at that price? Maybe? Uh, I'm not convinced like, that they... I mean, but, slightly, but not... The, the problem is I'm not convinced Apple cares about the HomePod, right? Like, Doesn't seem like it. Two years in, they've they've... <laughs> updated it very little uh it still has a lot of issues that i run into um yesterday i was on a bunch of uh phone calls 
uh, and I was using my Mac, and so I had my iPhone, you know, um, like sitting in a wireless charger, which is, you know, maybe six, seven inches from the HomePod. And the whole time I was on the phone, like the phone screen is up on the iPhone, and then it would bring down the little uh, little notification saying, oh, move your move your phone closer to the HomePod to transfer the audio over. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I kept trying to flick it away and it would like come back. And the problem with that, that has been incredibly unreliable. Sometimes I just want to use it to transfer the music and I'll like go up and like hold it over the HomePod and you got to sit there for like a solid three or four seconds. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, um, which is feels like, again, this feature should work better everything you control everything <laughs> at our at our oakland office there's a we have an office where there's a home pod in there that we can use for speaker phone calls and 100 percent of the time when using it people are like i'm having a really hard time understanding you and they sound perfect like they sound incredible but like you switch to the iphone speaker phone and they're like oh that's much better yeah <laughs> every time <laughs> actually uh, i'm gonna do a little bit of experimentation here because oh, no. i have a complaint and i want to hear what your guys take is um no, it's going to be fine, Dan. Don't worry. What's the worst oh, thing no. that can happen? Um, oh, God. But uh, I, I have this ongoing issue where um, there are, are complaints that uh, when I use my uh, Powerbeats Pro, that I'm hard to understand. And um, can you guys still hear me? Y- uh, yes. Mostly. You faded out a little bit. Okay. So, Is that your Powerbeats yeah, Pro? Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> That was my PowerBeats. That was my PowerBeats Pro. I was trying to see if I could record from both at the same time, which I can't. So I'm going to just let you guys hear it. The listeners will have to imagine. But if I switch the microphone that you guys can hear me from to my PowerBeats, just listen to how shitty I sound. Oh, great! Now I've spliced this in. All right, it is. Oh wow! <laughs> it is now your responsibility. Oh my god! To tell our listeners how crappy this sounds. It sounds. It's really crappy. It actually <laughs> sounds pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's not kidding it's very bad why i have switched back to my other microphone for you guys now i hope yeah well there's a reason that we don't let you also yes. i will note lex because i know you've been recording on these a bunch um using them as headphones uh, i definitely notice yes. when i edit i notice the lag like between us saying something and you responding to that so clearly yeah. just the, the the amount of time it takes the audio to get to you is definitely longer <laughs> I will switch back to wired headphones for my podcasting purposes now, since you have told me. Because I don't. I just let you know. I mean, delays, Dan. Well, I I feel like we end up with more crosstalk, and more more importantly, you you don't laugh at the jokes at the right time. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to move laughs a lot, and that's just more work for me. (laughs) There are even times where I try to start talking before you guys are finished because I'm. I'm yeah, guessing that's a great idea. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> that's something that clearly for that. works. <laughs> Allow me I'm to try to account for my delay. <laughs> oh my God, it's like it's like when you you ever record in some place where you don't have like a hardware monitor, like so you're you have. You ever had like your audio piped back in, but it's all slightly delayed from like your speech? It's horrible. Yes, it's the worst thing in the world, and I say that <laughs> with some authority. It's it's literally it's the worst thing in the world. I thought the worst thing in the world was earphones or whatever. What was the hearables? Hearables. Wireless hearables. Close second. God, there aren't many things that aren't hearable in some way, right? Like even even like my water bottle is hearable if I bang it against something. <laughs> It's wireless too. Mm. It's also true. Not like those wired unhearables. 
The basket of unhearables. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody get a degree in um, immunology? Not since last in week. Last week? Nope. Not since last week? Okay. My correspondence course is ongoing. That's too bad. Because it looks like the coronavirus is still is still affecting still a thing. Apple's production. Uh, I was trying to look up whether sales of Corona were down because of coronavirus, <laughs> and it turns out that sales of all beer are down. Hmm. That's oh boy. Really is <laughs> this really is bad. We yeah. didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about that video app. What's the, the, the new the new vine? Um Oh Bite. Bite. Yes. Um there were a bunch of really bad um coronavirus jokes on on that when i i've you know, not been during, following the, during the few days that i they checked it out i haven't been been on it recently but um there was some there was some good material on there but um also a bunch of uh people who thought it was hilarious to make coronavirus corona jokes yeah, and so. trust me it's not shifting gears slightly just because i wanted to mention this before we go uh the t-mobile sprint merger has been approved by a, a federal judge today uh which will probably mean that it happens uh possibly next month or in april so good news less choices (laughs) it's what we're all looking for i I was thinking about my cell phone journey i believe when i moved out to the west coast after college i think i signed up for singular which became Mm -hmm, mm t-mobile or maybe i signed up for voice which singular became no singular is at&t singular became at&t voice stream so i I signed up for voice stream which became t-mobile very quickly and i loved it um, after in college having used Sprint, which I absolutely hated. Uh, so the news of this merger does not delight me. As a longtime T-Mobile customer going back to 2002, um, I don't love this. Let me this, suggest something this, this to you, though, Lex. If you take two shitty things and put them together, <laughs> do you think that makes them better or worse? Yes. I mean, listen, this <laughs> podcast is okay. <laughs> What was mm, never mind. I don't never mind. Know. No, don't. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't ask. I shouldn't ask questions. I don't want the answers to. I have never used either <laughs> T-Mobile or Sprint. My wife is still on T-Mobile, and she keeps it because she likes the international data uh, setup that they Same. have. Although she travels internationally, you get unlimited international data usage at lower speeds, but you don't have to pay any extra for it. It just automatically yeah. works overseas. Which is fine, although, as I point out to her, she travels internationally much less than she used to. So, I, I, given that how much, like, she's at home 90% of the time, I feel like, is that Aww. still work? Or, you know, she's, yeah. she, she's in the Boston area 90% of the time, and I don't think T-Mobile, it's fine, but I wouldn't say it's, like, amazing. Plus, the cost of us maintaining two separate cell phone plans, as opposed to her simply, you know, being on the family plan that I already have, is probably more expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so oh, I see. She should join your family plan. You should join one with hers. Wow, pretty well. Mobile. My family plan has my parents on it, so <laughs> I'm not moving them to T-Mobile. That's for sure. Oh, now they're your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't gonna say our parents. That sounds weird. That's very strange. Yeah, <laughs> unless it was all four of them on unless the same family. Unless you're plan. Barry Allen and you've married your sister, <laughs> or it's a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory situation. You're right. Where all our gra- all our parents live together in the same house, <laughs> in the same bed. Yeah, that's right. Right. Oh, and look, he's fine. He can walk. He just didn't want to. <laughs> right. What an asshole, Grandpa. <laughs> Grandpa Joe's an asshole. <laughs>
Is that the show? Yeah. That's the show. Otherwise, sure. I was supposed yeah. to make a joke about uh, Joe Biden being Grandpa Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but that's beyond the pale. Sounds about beyond right. Beyond the pale. Beyond the pale for the show. Yeah.